Hello, everyone, and welcome to a scary, spooky episode of Project Tonic. I am one third of the podcast today, since Lacey Assassi or whatever you like to call me, as long as that rude. Today, I am drinking a strawberry lemonade truly. I was going to have a nice ASMR moment for you, but unfortunately, our special guest forgot to record, so now we don't get that nice ASMR moment. <laughs> um, my quarantine is going pretty okay, I guess, for the most part. Um, Sergio, please introduce yourself, and then we'll have our returning guest, not favorite, <laughs> return, introduce himself as well. Um, hi, guys. I am reporting live from the Project Tonic Halloween party. It is just me in my <laughs> strawberry milk costume, strawberry milk cow costume, and no one else is here because there's a party of one. I was debating mm. between wearing my Ellen DeGeneres costume with her sexual predator uh, producers or sexy Chuck E. No. Cheese costume, but sadly, I only have this. <laughs> I am drinking a ginger ale. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey guys, it is your favorite <laughs> special guest, Miguel. And I'm not in costume. I just got from work, back from work. But I will be Luigi for Halloween. And I am drinking water for this time podcast since I just had two margaritas. But let me we make it tell. clear again. I am the favorite. Yeah, we know. Oh, sure. I think in terms of uh, the host of the podcast, <laughs> and as far as our fans go, I think Kenzie is our, our fan favorite currently. But if y'all if y'all want to add us at Tonic Pod on uh, Twitter, let us know who's your favorite. We'll have a little poll up if you want to vote Kenzie. You can vote Kenzie if you want to vote Miguel. Miguel. Just, le- just to let you know, Miguel has only been on two podcasts, whereas Kenzie has been on, I think, three or four already. So she already has the numbers. <laughs> quality. <laughs> After the Miguel. quality, not quantity. <laughs> After the poll, we will have a Hunger Games style game oh for gosh. our guests to battle yes. out. And we will execute whoever oh does it. <laughs> Wait, what does the winner get? Uh, the winner gets to be a permanent host, <laughs> so it'll be a three-man podcast. So that's what you're getting. You're getting a, you're getting one. Sh- you're getting like twenty cents of our one dollar adsense that we've earned. I think also we're over hundred plays, and we finally earned our dollar. So nice. If you want to continue supporting us, please follow our socials and please share because we are an indie podcast. We don't have any sponsors besides Anchor, and as much as we love Anchor, it's not <laughs> it's not paying the bills. So please support us if you can. I will uh, say today. And I will say whoever mm-hmm. does win the Hunger Games uh, version of Project Tonic will get exclusive <laughs> rights to my OnlyFans membership. So, oh, exactly. then I want to lose. The international inter- interrelationship. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's I'm going to eat the content. berries. It's premium content you're missing out. <laughs> well, you're going to miss the intergalactic sex I'm going to have oh my for God. aliens. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really good. And you're missing out. That's all we want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so today, oh, have to burp. Sorry, today we have something super fun and super special for you. Um, uh, Andrea Rica actually added us on Twitter, and because we like to review movies here, and it was going with the theme of Halloween and scary, spooky things, we decided to review her short film. She wanted to let us know that we could review it, and we totally wanted to give her some space and let her know that she's she's actually won a couple accolades, and she's also been like featured on a couple websites with her short films. The one that we are going to be discussing and reviewing today is called The Amulet of Fear, and this is her synopsis straight from her YouTube description. We will also link the video down below if you want to watch it yourself. Before we get into this, you can pause it. The, the short film we are reviewing by Andrea Rica is The Amulet of Fear, which tells the story of a girl who finds an ancient amulet which has the ability to conjure up fears of the man who owns it. And when she begins to read a book called The Creature, it will come to life to begin a frightening battle. The short movie with 3D graphic special effects was shot at a zero budget and without any troop, with the only help of an HD camera and a PC, writing, shooting, editing, 3D, mod- 3D modulation, animation, composting, and post-production were made by the director, producer, and star... Andrea Rica. So she has a lot of a lot of editing work under her belt. She's super cool. Um, let's get into. Um, I want to go first impressions. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you guys like about the movie, and what is your first impression of it? Y'all can go first, and I'll go last. Well, we're just pointing at each other. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, my first <laughs> impression of the short film was I kind of liked it but at the same time i didn't uh, i felt like mm-hmm. it was so slowly paced but i really did like the uh filmography of the film and also the music mm-hmm. i think the music really settled the mood of what it was supposed to be yeah um, the score was really nice i think uh the film will benefit from more of a black and white kind of tone but i'm not the director mm-hmm. so it is just my opinion she probably had her own choices on why to go into the 
uh, tint she decided to go with. And I, I think overall, I think the film kind of missed the fear. I'm really missed from mm-hmm. I missed from it. But I think it's it was really well executed, especially for being a one person team. I think it was really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Sergio. It was very like very well executed. Um, you can tell she put a lot of like details into it. Like she thought of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also agree with Sergio. It did miss a little bit of like the fear um, <laughs> perspective of it. So I can't speak well today. But I, I overall, overall, I really liked it. I mean, it was, it was entertaining. And I usually don't like scary stuff. So I was like a little, mm-hmm. a little like waiting for like something to pop out and like scare me. Oh, you wanted a, a yeah, jump scare. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. But I mean, it, it was, a, it was, for me, it was like a thriller kind of, you know, like I didn't know what was going to come next. Yeah. So. Personally, okay, so it looks like um, I kind of explained the plot while reading the synopsis of it to everyone, but just for like a little bit more detail for listeners, um, basically what happens is that our main character, which is Andrea, the director, producer, film star, she finds a mysterious amulet in a random bucket in her house, and she like was like, "Ooh, this is sick as shit." So she basically like just has it next to her while she's reading a book, and she, I don't know if it's just like a real book, but she basically like reads Stephen King's Creature, and again, I don't know if this is a real or fake. Um, she reads it, and there's a cover, The basically the cover of the book has a little monster thingy on it, and obviously um, the amulet it appears to have a manifestation power, and it brings that creature to life. Um, so the, the weaknesses that we do know is that while like the tree, the creature is chasing her, bullets don't work, she can't really like, she can hide it, she can lock it out of spaces, but she can't really like, murder it or kill it once like the moon has like the moon is basically like covered and it's in shade she, uh, the monster disappears even when she like shot the amulet towards the end of the short film um the monster disappeared but because of the like i guess repetition of the amulet um it reappears later on and she opens up she gets another book and she reads like mickey mouse and the werewolf and it's alluded that there's a werewolf now that she's gonna have to like chase and fight and things like that um I liked the pacing of the movie. And again, this movie is only five minutes and 30 seconds. If you want to watch it on YouTube, again, it is linked below. Um, I am very 50-50 on this movie because I enjoy the like um, little to no dialogue there is. Like She doesn't really explain anything. It's kind of like you put it together in your head. And I kind of like that because I feel like horror recently, it's very handholdy and I would mm-hmm. like it to be less handholdy. And I want viewers to like figure things out on their own as someone who's a horror fanatic. Um, I do appreciate her 3D modeling. I think the tracking of the monster was really well done. I think some of the sound effects were also yeah. really well done. Um, the special effects in terms of like the gunshot and kind of the flashing of the, of the guns was a little, um, it was a little gimmicky. It was a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. And although I do appreciate all the work she put into it, it didn't really resonate with me because I felt like there wasn't enough time for it to establish the fear. Like Miguel said, there wasn't really a jump scare. Um, the monster kind of feels out of place. Um, I think, like like Sergio said, it would have looked better black and white or with um, a different lighting because... Um, I don't know. There's not a lot of shading on the 3D model. But again, like I have to give her props because she did it on her own. Um... I enjoyed it because I love indie horror to that extent, but I, it's kind of like taken, I kind of was taken out of the experience because of like the cheesiness aspect of it. But again, I appreciate her work. So I'm going to give it a three out of five. I felt like it could have been a little bit longer, I think, and we could have established some more like, uh, like we don't immediately jump in to seeing the monster. I felt like that kind of took away from the scary factor <clears throat> because I wasn't really scared. It was more interesting to see how our protagonist, Andrea, was going to actually like fight the monster because um, everything she was kind of futile. And I definitely enjoyed the ending with like the M. Night Shyamalan spin, like, oh, the shit, the fucking amulet's back mm-hmm. and there's going to be a yeah, werewolf Yeah, I was about to her. say that. So I like the did... ending because it gives you more, you know, like yeah. it gives you like what she's going to be doing after yeah. even the movie ended, you know? Yeah, I enjoyed the ending more than I did, I guess, the entirety of the movie. So she gets a three out of five from me. But again, like, kudos to her for, like, actually, like, doing all of the work herself and doing all of the editing yeah, herself. So that's, it's through. amazing that she did all that work by her. So I know I wouldn't, by myself, wouldn't be able to do anything like that. And I will give the movie a four out of five just because mm-hmm. the little nod at the end with the Mickey Mouse. And we all know that I work yeah. for the mouse. So, oh God. I give it a little nod for my boss. By law, you have to say. <laughs> mm-hmm. Miguel, what do Miguel, you write what's the I would... Yeah. Honestly, I would give it also a four out of five. Because, 
Although I do see what Ceci was saying. It, it was a little cheesy, but I kind of liked it. But we love it, cheese. I knew, yeah. Yeah. It. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. it was good to watch. I, like I would still keep watching, even if it was like 10, 15 minutes, like longer, I would keep yeah, watching it, it, you know? I think. So I yeah. liked it. But I definitely, definitely appreciated her work. So if you want to follow her links, like description down below again, like Andrew, like thank you for like, even like adding us and letting us giving this opportunity to like talk about your movie film on the podcast. But yes, we're going to segue into other favorite horror movies. So do y'all have any favorite horror movies and are y'all horror fanatic? And um, yeah, was there any movie when you were younger that scared the shit out of you? I think we talked about that briefly, but let us know if there's any. Um, Miguel could go first because he is our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come on, guest. Our favorite guest. Let's get it right. Um, Ew. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite. So, first of all, I hate horror movies. I hate being scared. I hate being, like, on edge and, like, things that pop out. But my favorite horror movie has been um, Veronica. I think it's a movie based yes. in Spain, if I'm not Yeah. But it's in Spain. I like... I like the horror that's not like, like demons and stuff. I like like the real stuff. Like like is it the real Ouija? for you yeah. if it's demons? It was. Veronica is about like demons. Yeah, though. but it's more of like <laughs> spiritual, kind of like an exorcist kind of thing. You know, like it's like yeah, it's like more real stuff. You know, and then I think what freaked me out the most was the ending that they showed like pictures yeah. of the actual scene of what happened. I was like, oh my gosh, is this like real? Wait, is this a real? <laughs> is this a movie based on true events? Allegedly. Um, it says that yeah, allegedly it says that it is, but we don't know for sure because any anything can say that now. Yeah. But oh, I mean, no. they show like yeah. pictures of like the crime scene of like what everything that happened at the end of the movie. So I guess that actually yeah. like gives it a little more like fear because you like go like that can happen to me in real life, you know, like if I play with a mm-hmm. Ouija board. But yeah, that's my favorite movie. Um, <clears throat> I know we discussed this like last week, Cecilia, but um. Yeah. I don't like horror movies just because they terrify me and I get extra paranoid. Um, <laughs> Y'all are lame. <laughs> uh, I, like I spoke last week about watching the Jeepers Creepers movies and just getting my paranoia over it like a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, but I was told my favorite, uh, the one I, my favorite horror movie that I've seen more recently has been chap- uh, It Chapter 2 just because I thought it was mm-hmm. hilarious and also It one. Chapter 1. And yeah. overall, my favorite uh, scary movie franchise will be the Scream movies, <laughs> just because I think uh, those are good. I just just because I think it's more not really a horror kind of a series of movies, more like based on. I always laugh, so I think it's mostly comedy. At least that's the reading yeah. I get from it. So I I really like the Scream movies. It's kind of a more thriller and I guess like comedy drama. Well, like dark comedy, I guess, mm-hmm. because um, the Scream franchise is very self-aware towards the end of it with like yeah. the serial killer talk and things like that. Um, I don't know. I didn't really watch the Scream movies until I was older. So I don't really like it didn't really resonate with me when I was younger. But I do appreciate like kind of it's um, I guess it's like predecessor like being a part of the like movie history mm-hmm. of horror movies i because that is a genre that people no longer do like it's all very jump scary and it's all very like i love gore but i love gore with a purpose i don't like gore just for gore's sake like those sharknado movies i fucking hate those <laughs> even though like they're fun i guess to like talk about and shit on um it serves no purpose and as i go and as like i guess it's my my fucking co-hosts are lame as shit i'm the one who like loves horror movies i'm constantly watching them i love i even have like a series on my youtube channel of me like reviewing obscure and popular ones so growing up with horror um i was absolutely terrified of like that cell movie and um a couple other movies that i actually can't recall because of mental illness uh it kind of blocks out my memory but I think my current favorite horror movie that I always recall, and it may not be my necessarily like top favorite, but it is something that I remember. And if anyone like recommends a horror movie, but again, I don't consider this a true horror movie because we, um, it's I, I definitely it's more mystery thriller because we don't really get to see like what that what the monster actually looks like. I don't know if y'all seen it, but it's It Follows. It released on Netflix oh. a while ago when I was in high school. 
that one is done mm-hmm. very well because the time period is mysterious. <laughs> we get to know our protagonist. It's not done too slow, too fast. We get to see the monster like actually like, you know, we get like a bit of trauma. We get a bit of character expose. We get a little bit of gore. We get a little bit of body horror. It's a little bit of everything. And it's a little bit of everything that I love and I appreciate in horror movies. And it's something that I feel like modern horror is missing that it follows just captures so perfectly, especially with the score and the cinematography and even like the hidden, no, the unknown actors. I love when horror movies use unknown actors because it gets them that foot in the door to become a like reoccurring star in the horror world but by the way that's my favorite also the horror genre has always been one of those film genres that's open that's always been open to having unknown actors be the star of those movies yes and i think it follows continues a trend in an excellent way i think um i think when Mm -hmm. it came out everyone was raving about it I didn't see it when it yeah, came out, yeah. but I did see it when it was on Netflix. Um, and I mm-hmm. think it's excellent just because it um, also, like, the whole movie is based on if you fuck someone, you catch whatever it is that it follows yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, and it's kind of like STDs. Yeah, are so I think it's also like an that. STD warning. Just wear a condom and you won't <laughs> catch it. Wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. Um, if it's burning, it's well. it because it's following you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but um I don't really watch like I guess like um modern horror movies. I guess like one of my other favorite ones is like Us. Us was really do- well done. Jordan Peele is a phenomenal actor. Um do y'all mm-hmm. have any old-timey like original horror movies like maybe like the Halloween franchise or Dracula or even um Carrie or things like that? Do y'all have any other favorites or maybe like some of Stephen King's stuff like Christine cuz Stephen King also did Carrie. Uh, I mean, (laughs) um, yeah, Carrie's excellent. I've been a fan of um, The Shining forever. And also... Oh, The Shining is really good. uh, I remember watching it in the seventh grade for class, and people were freaked out. Mm -hmm. Um, Also really enjoyed the follow-up to that, which is Doctor Sleep. Uh, The movie's not that great, but the book is excellent. I really like... um, What the fuck is it called? Uh, Halloween, the Halloween franchise, um, the Michael Myers franchise, mm-hmm. even like Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. Like those really resonated with me. And um, sorry, oh my god, I'm so burpy. <laughs> anyway, um, the original Freddy Krueger movie, Freddy Krueger movies. I like the first. I think there's five of them. And again, like what I appreciate and I love about horror is like gore with a purpose, and not just gore for gore's sake. And although like I can appreciate gore for gore's sake, um. Also, <coughs> have y'all ever seen? This is also one of my favorite horror anthologies. And let me see, horror anthology, which is basically like movies inside a movie. Um, those are very hard to do and very hard to execute. So, I appreciate what the directors and what the teams are trying to do. Um, some good, some good examples is like VHS one and VHS two, not VHS viral and um, XX. Although XX is kind of um, out there, mm-hmm. XX is kind of like one of the weirder versions and also the abcs of death if y'all have seen those ones abcs of death one and two some of them towards the end get very bizarre but i felt like those horror anthologies are pretty well done besides xx and although i love xx because it has female directors it was kind of lost in the sense that like none of the stories tie together and none of the stories don't they don't have to tie together but i felt like that's where they lost audiences is that a lot of modern audiences or like modern horror fans or just people watching on netflix don't really understand what a horror anthology is so yeah, have y'all seen VHS and how, uh, what do you think about horror anthology? Um, I haven't seen VHS just because I don't have a VHS player. Um, if it was DVD, oh, I'll be all down for it or Blu-ray. <laughs> I hate um, you. <laughs> I know I haven't actually seen VHS, but I've heard of them. Um, uh, horror anthology, the only anthology anthology that I only really see is <laughs> American Horror Story. But I mean. You know, those but are not count. Really, That's a series. Those aren't really horror. Those are more just like drama movie uh, shows. Yeah. So I mean, that's I have no, rec- I have no connection with uh, anthology. Anthology. I can't even say the word. Me, Me either. Honestly, <laughs> I haven't seen much horror. Y'all are boring. <laughs> the oh most I would see was like I... Halloween Town and like Halloween Town Two. Those aren't scary. <laughs> dude. Those aren't scary, but we can definitely talk about those. Like, I think definitely think that like. Disney, like I miss old Disney in the terms of like, mm-hmm. like tw- uh, Twitches and Halloween oh, Town 1 to 3. Oh, I love Twitches. Those... By the way, this is yeah, like was uh, Miguel's really expert field of horror yes, movies. I know yeah. all the Disney horror movies. <laughs> the non-horror movies. 
Um, can you name some other ones? Because I only remember Twitches and Halloween Town, but I think some of those, like, well, because I know Halloween Town kind of, um, they had the little, this, like, PG body horror, and I think that was really cool. And I also think that was a gateway for a lot of younger kids into, like, horror and learning more about, like, actual scary movies. I think it was really fun, and I think, I kind of, like, I guess, credit Disney to that extent of, like, fostering my love of horror movies. <laughs> um, so, Miguel, share with us, share with the class <laughs> your Miguel. expertise. Who <laughs> what? He wasn't even listening. No, I was. You weren't even listening to me. Halloween Town movies. It lagged a little bit. My expertise of Halloween movies. Yeah, on Disney Channel. Halloween Disney movies, at least. Yeah, what were? There's a lot more than Um, those two. Honestly, I would watch like the Halloween special episodes, like Sweet Life and Cody episode, That's a Raven episode. Oh, those were fun. Hannah Montana episode. I would watch all of those episodes, but like, I remember my favorite Halloween Town movie was the one where like. The at like twelve o'clock, I think everybody in their costumes like becomes that person. So like, if you're wearing yeah, a, they don't yeah, get out of their costume yeah, in time. so if they were like dressed as an elf or something, let's say an example, they would become an elf. And some of those were like pretty freaky. So they were like, I would remember I would get like a little bit scared, but I was like, no, I'm not that scared, you know. Oh, have y'all um have y'all ever watched the Goosebumps series, the the TV show? Those were actually really kind. Of, those were really dark, honestly. Okay, so I well, so when I was uh, like I didn't have cable growing up, I so I used to remember mm-hmm. that Goosebumps used to be on Fox Twenty Six in the morning on Fox Kids. So that was my entry to watching Goosebumps as a child, and I used mm-hmm. to remember the masks, uh, the the haunting mask episodes used to scare yes, me. Yes, that one is really good. And the Night good. of the Living Dummies used to scare the scare the <laughs> shit out of me. But now looking the plant one, but the looking, plant one with the dad. Yeah. So looking back into those, I think just think they're funny because I recently saw an episode. I don't know why I recently yeah. saw one, but they're just hilarious. But I mean, I think uh, that's really cho- like that's a really good entrance into horror as a child. Yeah. And being freaked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.L. Stein is an icon. Like, I really appreciate... Because I have, like, loved the... Like, I wasn't an Animorphs kid. I was a Goosebumps kid. And I read as many books as, like, my libraries held. Like, I think, again, it's like that. Like, me being a, just a weird kid in general. But also <laughs> just, like, again, like, fostering the love for horror that I have now as a weirdo adult. You know? Like, I'm gonna be honest. I had, like, bones on my wall as a kid. And I would, like, search for bones, like... Uh, like on the side of the road, just because I want people to know I was edgy and weird. So yes, yes. Oh, but I did bleach them. I scrubbed them. Aren't those them. signs of a serial killer? <laughs> I didn't kill anything. I was just looking. Wait, for so you collected bones. them? I swear it was just for decoration. Only a couple. I had like a, a like a kind of a, a smaller than a horse straw, and then I had a tiny skull. It was like a cat skull. I think. A cat skull. Oh, that's oh cute. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw my child collecting I, I'm, I'm skulls, a, then I'm like, hold up. <laughs> I was, I'm, I was a weirdo. I, I'm, I mean, I'm still a weird adult, but I think um, th- that also, and I think they also reprise the Goosebumps series, and they even have like a modern, like it was on the Sci-Fi Channel, I think, and they have like even, um, I guess of his of newer books that he's did or like redos of some of them mm-hmm. because. I did see a little bit of that the new, the newer series when I was a teenager, and it was also had like really nice dark tones, but it wasn't the same. Like there wasn't always um with the like Goosebumps episodes, there was always like a bad ending. Like it never was resolved properly. And I think with the newer series, some of the episodes had good endings, but most of the most of them had bad endings. Oh, nice. That's cool. Um, speaking about children things, do you guys have any Halloween memories as a child? Because yeah. I do know my favorite oh. Halloween memories from uh, from being in college. <laughs> I don't have any children Halloween memories. <laughs> um, I I think my favorite childhood memory from like Halloween is that my dad always had a truck, and we would always like um, we would sit at the back of the truck and go like mm-hmm. five miles per hour, and uh, he would like stop at the houses, and then we would just hop back in the truck, and that's what we do for the rest of the night all throughout <laughs> the neighborhood. It was really nice and it was really fun. Um, but yes, my de- my family definitely like loved Halloween, and I, that kind of reinforced me being a little fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> we would just um, I have an aunt whose birthday is November first, so we would celebrate her birthday mm-hmm. like on Halloween, obviously. All month long? No, <laughs> no, the, on Halloween. <laughs> so we would just have like we would have a Halloween theme party, I guess, but it was a birthday party, so it would always be at our house, and we would always like um. At first, we would sit with my mom and, like, give out candy and stuff like that. 
But then mm-hmm. once later on, like my dad will take us out and like go trick or treating. But every year it was pretty much the same. It was just like Halloween party and we would decorate and stuff. We would, I remember one year we like covered our whole front patio and tried to do like a scary, like haunted house or whatever. But yeah. I mean, it was tiny oh, patio, those. so it wasn't much. It was just like us having <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like flashing lights and my cousin yelling on the floor. <laughs> And people yeah, getting, I think uh, those DIY seizures. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, those um the DIY haunted houses that families did, I think, were really cool. There were a couple in my neighborhood actually, like towards like the people who had fancier houses. But I always had like I think we told the story before about like us going like as adults together at the haunted house. Yeah. I have a weird fear of haunted houses because I love gore, I love scary things. You know, I kind of like true crime, but I cannot do haunted houses for whatever reasons. Like I don't know, I think it just gives me too much anxiety. Um, I just remembered of a Halloween memory. Um, so there, we never celebrated Halloween. We, my mom actually turned off all the lights so people wouldn't show up at home, our house. Um, one year, my sister decided it would be funny to prank me to kick me out the house, lock the door, and she heard there were high schoolers coming uh, onto our way of, um, our house. By the way, this was, I was maybe like in the sixth grade or something like that. And oh, they were no. in the high school. They were breaking people, and they were just like running up to the house. And I was like screaming to let me in, and then she finally let me in. My sister's three years younger than I, so I was bullied as the older as the older child at home. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I remember that time we went to the Valentine horror thing? I just talked about that. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? We can talk about it if you want, no. but like we talked about it already. No. <laughs> I was gonna say another thing, but I forgot. <laughs> Boo. But um. honestly, what I always wanted to do is go to like the rich neighborhoods and go trick or treating because I always heard they would give out like some yes. good candy, but we never they did. They gave out full size candy bars, and yeah. now I want to do it, but I, like I don't have. I need to borrow somebody's You're little kid old. or something. <laughs> Uh, you can still trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, that's what I'm doing this year. I'm not wearing a mask or anything, and I'm gonna go trick or treat. I'm gonna push kids all out of my way. Oh my gosh! Just cut. Oh on god! Them. Watch out! Yeah, watch out for surgery. I mean, protect your kids. Last week I went to Chuck E. Cheese without a mask, and I got a pepperoni pizza. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna kill you! Oh my god! <laughs> um, so uh, recently I was on. So as everyone knows on this podcast, I'm hopelessly single and probably going to be hopelessly single for the rest of my <laughs> life <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I um was on tinder like two uh, was this uh two nights ago i think and um yeah. i'm i matched with this person and this person uh i didn't want to i saw their profile pictures and i was like oh this was a mistake so i'm gonna let this person message <laughs> oh me God. first uh mm-hmm. so they did um and they're like so apparently this person is a inspiring uh once and is trying to be a rapper slash uh, yeah rapper so they do music and <laughs> uh-huh. we were talking about their music and everything and they were talking but by, by the way this person talked like they're a complete rapper they were using the word dig up all the time and they were what? just kept on mentoring their music, like pushing off their music. And I finally mm-hmm. asked this person, "What's what kind of genre of music are you doing?" And they they explained it as rap and rock combined. So I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna okay. listen to some of their music." By the way, it's the most awful music I've ever heard. And the rapper <laughs> name does start with Little. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! Oh nice. So typical nice. rap rapper. And then um. <clears throat> When I asked, when I said, "Oh, that's really cool. That's your genre of music," he, uh, they responded with, um, "This is going to change the world of music." And then I automatically unmatched oh right God. after. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was so bad. They were trying. They wanted to be different. <laughs> you just let them down like an asshole. Yeah, but sometimes no. <laughs> just, <laughs> no, that's too much. I mean, if you. <laughs> <laughs> We're rapping rock kind of type of music. Do you think that would change the world? No. I'm pretty sure that's already um, a genre could, of music. You should send me the link to it that. It could have, like, in 2001. <laughs> I yeah, will. Send us the link. I want to listen to it. I will. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh um if y'all if y'all were a soundcloud rapper what would yours what would yours be i think mine would probably be little hot cheeto or a little green tea because that's what i ate uh all the time every day when i was younger 
Oh my gosh. Uh, Miguel will be your what rapper. Would you my rapper name? Sanka, artist yeah. name. Uh, I was yeah. not ready for that. It would be <laughs> Lil. Think of it, bitch. Hurry up. Lil Chubby Wubby. Or Young. <laughs> what the fuck? That's awful. You sound like a, you sound like one of those people who like uh ra- like rap for kids and do like Christian rap and be like, hey kids, look at the Bible. Oh my god, that's Christian literally rap. what it is. <laughs> yeah, Christian rap is so funny. Like, bro, this is all for God. Like, I don't think he cares, honestly. <laughs> like, y'all are clowns for free. I don't. I don't you know, like, if I was a Sonka artist, uh, I think I would want to go into a mixture of either the Chuck E. Cheese comments I've made lately or the intergalactic sex I'm going to have lately. Oh so it'd probably be, like, little, um, little... You can you can alien, be a little alien fucker. Uh, there we go. I was going to say inter, <laughs> intergalactic lover, but... <laughs> oh my god, wait, that's better. Intergalactic lover. Yeah, I think I think that's really good. You know, at the intro of I think all I would... my music, it's going to be in space. <laughs> <laughs> I think also, alternatively, if I was a SoundCloud artist, I think I would be Young Saint because there is a Saint, uh, there's a Saint Cecilia, and I don't know what she does, but she's me and I'm her, so that's, that's all that you need. <laughs> Your first song could be a diss track. <laughs> yes, I'm the fuck all the other Saints. I'm the only one that matters, bitch. <laughs> The way that I'm gonna go to hell, like on the express train, is unparalleled. Like I don't even know, understand? (laughs) (laughs) So, what else? So I was gonna tell you a spooky story since it's a spooky episode. Okay, go ahead, Miguel. It's not really that spooky. (laughs) But I just got spooked. Why would you you do that? Yeah, I don't want to listen to it now. Why would you underplay your okay, scary, no, your spooky story? One of them would happen to me, but I was just okay. so I have a PlayStation in the living room, and I have one in the room, and I was watching TV. Is it a PS Five? And I heard the little beeping noise. Do you know that to turn on the PlayStation? But from the living yeah. room, and I was already in bed, and I already had turned off all the lights and everything, and I got freaked yeah. out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like what turned it on you know like in order to turn it on you have to like press the button and then so i like slowly came over here and i like made sure all the doors were locked and all that and everything was good and i just turned it off and then i went to go lay back down and then i heard it again like like a minute or two after and then it turns out it was just like glitching i had to like disconnect it and connect it and that's it that's terrifying wow that was scary yeah Oh, well, I was scared, but I guess it wasn't a scary story. <laughs> Sometimes. A... Go ahead, Cecilia. Oh, so like kind of like Miguel's story um, at my last apartment, um, we used to have the fan on a high in the living room. And so you would hear the fan sometimes, but sometimes you would hear other things like maybe like a bag like blowing in through the fan wind or like one time I, le- I legitimately thought someone broke into my apartment um but i always make sure the doors are locked so uh, so i heard a bunch of uh, papers rustling and then i heard them fall on the floor and then like i made sure that like my, my cat was right next to me like i fell around for him and i heard him meow and so i was literally oh. like frozen in bed for like five minutes i was like this is how i die like i'm gonna get assaulted <laughs> i'm gonna get murdered and someone they're gonna find my body two days later it's gonna be awful to clean up you're just waiting for so them to I walk into the like <laughs> Yes, like I muster up the courage to like go and see what it is, and it's just like the fan, the, the like I accidentally put like um, papers too close to the bar, and so they like felt the breeze of the fan and they all just fell on the floor, and I was paranoid for nothing. But even like this morning, this morning I heard like pitter patter steps, and I forget that like the walls are kind of thin in my apartment. Like sometimes mm-hmm. if I'm like taking a shit on the toilet and I sit there too long, I'll hear like my neighbors argue. Um, <laughs> So I kept hearing, like, someone, like, walking or, like, someone, like, trying to, like, I guess, like, jiggle the doorknob or whatever. But, like, I have my window open sometimes at night. Like, not the window, but the blinds. And so I'm like, dude, did someone break into my apartment in- over here? Because sometimes the door is locked. Like, when John leaves, because he leaves at, like, 5 in the morning for work, sometimes he'll lock the door, but sometimes he won't. Oh. So it's like, great. Like, someone came all the way back to the back apartments, and I'm going to die again. Oh, my gosh. So- I don't know where the noise came from, 
but like I got up like because I was like I like I called my cat over here and he was like on the, on my office chair he wasn't in the living room and so I was like maybe it's like him walking because sometimes he'll like bang uh he'll like move around his food bowl and it'll make like a banging sound but I didn't hear that so um I walk into the living room and there's like the door's locked and there's nothing there but I still hear the pitter patting and I don't know if it's like my neighbors or if it's their dogs or what but it scared the shit out of me and I thought I was gonna die for like the millionth time in my own apartment god damn Oh my God, hey, Cecilia! Now that you mentioned that you have thin walls, uh, and you hear your neighbors argue, is there any juicy stuff they argue about? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, because it's all kind of muffled. Ah, uh, so like, <laughs> fuck you! What do you like? I'm not gonna like. They're not that thin, but it's also like I'm not gonna listen to my neighbors. Like I have a life, bitch. I would. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not boring like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one time when i was like living in the dorms of my old call at victoria uh my neighbor was having like really loud sex the whole time yeah and this girl yeah. i guess whoever he was fucking i guess she was decided she was gonna make the loudest noises ever because i swear i heard and they're a little sweet that there is his uh roommate was complaining the whole time because i just heard banging yeah. come from that side of the wall Mm-hmm. Um, it was, um, I wouldn't say it sounded fantastic, but I'm pretty sure she was, like, having a <laughs> really good time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. No, no, no. So, like, my first year in the dorms, like, I told y'all, like, I lived in a horny nap. Um, it was, like, me and my roommate. And, like, horny nap. every day. Yeah, every day, like, the girl, like, directly next to us was always with her boyfriend. And they were always fucking, like, if we were quiet enough and, like, we would all, like, step, like, we would step out in the halls and we would listen. You can hear them moaning and you can hear, like, slapping noises. Ew. It was awful. <laughs> but then also, like, they had a really toxic relationship because sometimes I'd be coming home from work because, like, I, like, worked right at the dining hall next to my dorm. They would be uh-huh. arguing outside for hours and she would have, like, a bunch of hickeys or I don't know if they Ugh. were bruises or whatever. But it was, like, really weird. Like, they would be arguing outside, but then, the, like, the next night we would hear them, like, fucking. It's like, make up your mind. Like, I don't think the sex is worth it <laughs> if they're causing you this much drama. Oh, my God. I mean, like, Point, weird fucking stories from your at dorm. that point you should just have him as a fuck buddy and not worry about it just like i was gonna of, say maybe it wasn't the so same guy maybe that's why they were arguing no, it, was. And then it, was. it was it was the same guy <laughs> <You> never know <laughs> we literally saw him every day oh my god it was annoying i don't think she had a roommate either because we never saw the other person that lived there you should have just reported you know what if <laughs> you know what would be fucked up if you saw her yelling by herself and oh then you gosh. start connecting things, and it's a ghost she's been having sex with and been arguing with. <gasps> oh my gosh, wasn't there a little kid know. that haunted those storms? Yeah, there was a kid that fell down the what? stairs, and he died. Yeah. There you go. This is oh, news to me. Oh, yeah. You didn't know the about story. the haunted kid? Everybody no. was scared of it. This is news yeah, so dummy. apparently it was like one of the one of the founder's kids because there's like all of the dorms are named after old crusty white men um uh-huh. apparently it was like it happened forever ago like in the beginning of when the dorms were being constructed um one of the like construction workers kids or one of the owner's kids um fell down the stairs and died and his name was like ben or something but of this course. is actually this is actually true well i don't know about like the validity of the ghost story but <laughs> sometimes during the first during the first two weeks of moving um there will be tapping noises from the inside of your door of your walls you won't hear it when you're in your friend's room and you won't hear it when you step outside but when you go inside your room and you, you'll hear it for hours and hours and most people think that it's like the kid or it's like maybe like something in the walls but i've heard it me and my roommates heard it and it was driving us crazy because we thought it was our neighbors and we actually talked to them one night like after a community meeting or whatever like with like when the cas or the ras like have like hey like don't fuck boys and like don't be like don't masturbate in the bathroom or whatever um uh we, t- we told them about we, t- we told her about it we're like hey like we hear we've heard this tapping for like the past couple of days like do you know what it is like is there rats here or whatever and they're like no actually there's like a kid who fucking haunts the dorms and we're like oh great our dorm is haunted on top of it, we have nasty roommates who like to fuck every night and every day of the week so <laughs> it, was <laughs> it, was, a haunted it was rough house. it was rough <laughs> literally it was awful oh my god dude that's scary uh, well i mean also, like, also on our campus, when they give the tour, they, like, freely give the information on someone to kill themselves in the fourth floor of the math building. Do you guys know that? No. No. no? I never heard that. Well, when I was on, on the tour twice, actually, because I visited with my cousin, then I went by myself. Um, yeah. They Both tour guides gave me the information, told the our group that on the fourth floor of the math building, someone killed themselves. Um, I don't know why or 
how. But they say ever so often the light will go off in that corner tower on the right side of the building. It would just go on by itself. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, I think I've seen it actually because the math building looks like a calculator. And uh, whenever I would like come from the gym or something like that, there would always be like one light. Like the whole room, the whole tower would be dark, but there would be like one room or a couple rooms that always had their lights on. And that always mm-hmm. honestly terrified me because I'm like, why are y'all working this late? Or like sometimes the grad students will like be working long hours. Yeah. But, like, after a certain time, like, you have to leave or, like, you can't stay. Like, you have to go to, like, the admin building or the sub. But, oh, my God, that's terrifying. But, yeah, also, um, we have, like, I don't know if it's, like, in everyone's dorm. But we had, like, suicide bars on all of the thingies. So, like, you couldn't, um, like, escape or, like, kill yourself out of the thingy. Because I think someone also killed themselves. Is that what they were for? Nap. Yeah. Yeah, for, like, for your protection. And so, like, people couldn't, I guess, sneak in in the middle of the night. But it's honestly stupid because either way, like, people are going to find a way to harm themselves. Huh. True. Did you ever do like a tour of like tunnels or something like that? Uh, the ones in the sub. Yeah, they, apparently they go throughout our campus or something like that. Um, I heard about it, but like, I mean, I never worked in the sub, so I could never like go in the tunnels. But I, I think so. I don't know if someone did, but I always wanted to because maybe there's something like hiding there, or there maybe there are like homeless people living. There I worked or in the whenever I worked in the dorms. That's where they started the the tour at at weymouth and by the laundry they have like doors that are always locked but that's like that's to go to the tunnels it's like they're on the basement what and they go through there so they apparently they all connect like all the dorms but like underground but i always wanted to go down there just like secretly see what's down there not like an actual there's probably there's probably like a secret society down there honestly what if there was yeah the cult the cult of texas tech what What if i'm part of the secret society and then i'll have to kill you now my girl you're not. Oh my god, you're too well. boring. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, why am I boring, Cecilia? I don't know. Your Tinder stories suck. <laughs> well, I was just giving a little bit of insight of what my Tinder. I didn't say it was a great story. I just said it was a story Who that happened asked? to me. It was better than my PlayStation None of our, story. Our viewers. <laughs> it, it seriously was better than the story. You know, as an Xbox player, I'm go- I'm so lucky that I'm not haunted by a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, our viewers come here. Our listeners come here for shits and giggles, and they don't want to hear about your sex life. So, I don't know about all um, that. I I don't know. The last two weeks we've been um, pretty hard playing with the idea of me getting probed by aliens. I think at this point they want to hear about it, and they they can't wait to get more information. OnlyFans premiere when? <laughs> what? What? Anyway, Miguel, do you have anything else to share with us? Because we didn't hear a lot from you this this episode. Do I have anything else what to share? Do you have to share? Yeah, you didn't talk a lot in this um, episode, and, our, and you're not going to be. Our I can tell y'all you another scary story, story, but it was actually kind of scary. But it didn't happen to me. So, yeah, but it story. happened to where I was living. So at my parents' house when we were little, um, my parents' room is like in the back side of the house, and it has um. Like our back living room has a whole bunch of like glass windows and like glass doors, and so my oh scary. And so one time my parent, my mom like heard like a a coin rolling on the floor, and she like heard it like you know how like the coin makes noises when it's like slowly falling, and so she mm-hmm. got out really yeah. quick and thought it was us, and then she went to go like check on us but we were asleep and she never told us this but she just thought it was just like way later on until we got older I guess. And so she got like, and there was no coin. She just heard that noise and she was like, okay. Then she went back to her room and in the back door, since it's glass, she just heard like a loud, like knocking, like a, like a desperate knocking. And so my dad went to like, go check on it, obviously. And when they, whenever Mm -hmm. they checked, there was like nobody there. And then I think another night, um, but it was like, I think the night after, like two nights after, they heard it again, like really loud, like if someone's like trying to get in. And so my parents' room have like a window that where you can see like the outside and when you can see the back door. And so my dad got up really quick and like checked and there was like nothing there. And we never found out what it was. I think it was a demon trying to like possess your mom, I don't know. honestly, because I've heard like... 
I, if you hear certain sounds and like you follow or you listen to it, your body will like be switched with like another person or like another like demon who's trying to take over your consciousness or something like that. I don't know, maybe. And then another time, so your that mom, one, um, whenever I first got my dog Nara, but she was a puppy, yeah. like I would wake up and get ready for work or whatever. But um, this was at the front to the front door. She would like stare at it and then she would like bark at it or she would growl and she would like slowly back mm-hmm. away from the door. And she did that twice. Ooh. And then one time my mom said she came There's in something. from like the grocery store. And because back then when we were little, we would always like open the door and like hide behind the door and like scare whenever people would come in. Well, she thought it was like one of us like hiding behind there, but she heard like someone just go like, like breathe behind her. Yeah. And so she turned around right away and there was like no one there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's the same spot where Nada was barking. There's something trying to like get to y'all. Yeah. You know, it's funny that right now that we mentioned demons. I remember, so my grandfather um, from my mom's side used to uh, be really into witchcraft. And, um, mm-hmm. and he was very possessive of my grandmother. So under the mattress, they, he had a picture of her wrapped in hair, I believe, or that's what it was. My aunt Ooh, visited the that's... house oh when... Uh, she was just visiting the house when she was older. She found, she flipped the mattress. She found it because she bought a new mattress or something like that. She found the picture. And at this point, my, um, aunt was really, really religious in the Christian church. So she took the picture mm-hmm. with the hair. She put it in a dumpster. She lit the a dumpster on fire first. And when she dropped the picture, she says the, um, the flame got hot, really up. Uh, uh, high and she heard she also yeah. heard like a scream come out of like the fire and stuff like that oh my god so that's like that's really stayed with me ever since i heard the story just because i think first of all it's yeah. pretty cool that my grandfather was into witchcraft no. and second of all what the fuck he was doing to my grandmother who fucking knows oh my gosh um apparently it's like if you wrap your hair or like you tie it around someone or like their picture or their finger mm-hmm. it's basically like a spell to like keep them bound to you for like a, like the rest of like your lives until like you choose to let them go or they die oh. or something like that i don't know if that's like true but i've heard of like what because like i tried to look up like wicca and witch and like spells and things uh-huh. like that because i was like desperate to be in love with people when i was a fucking weirdo ass kid <laughs> but i've heard that like hair and like pe- like uh like definitely like is a bond in terms of like spells and things like that and any- if any witches want to like clarify y'all can add us again at tonic pot on twitter <laughs> oh my gosh yeah let us know there you go sergio tinder no yeah. more any any witches out there <laughs> yeah <It's> terrifying <laughs> Do y'all believe in witches or no? Because I, I, I do for sure. I think magic is real. I don't believe like there's like flying witches, but I do believe that there's people who have like <laughs> bad vibes and like can cause like harm to like yeah. I don't know like jealousy and stuff like that oh. can like cause like yeah. bad things yeah. to your family. Like negative energy, negative energy. Yeah. I mean, like I mentioned before, I do believe that people some give uh, really bad energy sometimes. So I think maybe mm-hmm. if we go into the direction of they may be witches, but I think there's also like people who say they're witches, but they also give good energy. Um, I've always been yeah, interested yeah. in the occult just because of TV, but also like uh, reading a little bit of on my own. Uh, one of the uh-huh. re- one of the reasons I really want to visit New Orleans is there because I think I can get an authentic palm reading or uh, tarot card reading there. And I'm really interested in visiting and get that information that I won't think, I think I won't be able to get it authentically somewhere else. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a lot of, like, historic, like, magic and hoodoo and a lot of, um, like, I guess witchcraft in general that goes down. Because there's also, like, it, it ties a lot to, like, I believe, like, generational ancestry and how it ties into, like, the trauma manifesting itself, like, as, um, like, energy, I guess. Because New Orleans, it's, um tumultuous city because there's a lot of like hurt and harbor there but again like i think i think if you definitely wanted to like have a true experience with things like that uh regarding like witching and energy and like spells i think new orleans is definitely the spot where you're gonna get the closest to reality yeah Uh, yeah yeah, that's one of the reasons i really want to visit new orleans and i think i'm gonna do it next year finally so you have to be careful though because people you'll, you'll, you'll probably end up being cursed knowing you I'm fine with that. <laughs> He's like, I'm already cursed. You're fine with the curse? <laughs> Bitch, oh my god. The way that... Oh, no, we're never going to get famous. Or maybe <laughs> she can lift it. the curse. Hey, maybe, Cecilia, this is oh, the way true. we get famous. True. You know, I get cursed, I no. die, and you continue Project Tonic and take it to a level you could have never done without me. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe you're already cursed, and maybe that's why, like, you haven't been able to, like, do what you want to do with your career-wise. And maybe oh my God, if maybe. you go see them in New Orleans, yeah, they'll lift the curse, and then you'll be able to be, like, a super hot, like, ad agent or whatever. Or, like, a, like, do you, you know? think Do you think I was cursed by someone in Tab or Slash Slab? I think that's where oh, it happened. probably. I think that's where all the negative energy manifested in the Miguel, you know? <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> You know, oh my god, Miguel knows. He knows the tea. Uh, you know what else Miguel knows? He knows the cocktail of the week. I do know cocktail oh, of the week. It's a spooky it? cocktail. It? It's called the zombie cocktail. <laughs> it has um, light rum, dark rum, apricot liquor, orange juice, dash lime bitters, handful ice, Bacardi 151 rum. <laughs> And an orange slice and cherry for garnish. <laughs> okay, so when you told me about this, I was like, what makes a zombie? Now I realize that you're going to feel like you're dead yeah. the next morning. Oh, uh, makes sense. Absolutely. This is awful. <laughs> All of those rums. Oh, my God. I'm going to try it. I personally I haven't tried that. it. That's a recipe for disaster. I'll be a zombie yeah, the next a day, drink. I guess. Yeah, you can tell us whenever you're featured next. We'll let you know about your experience. <laughs> I'm Does sober, anybody else so have I don't anything drink, they so. want to share? <laughs> oh my god! Oh sure. <laughs> but yeah, that is the recipe. Okay. <laughs> I'll send Sergio the link so you can put it on social media. <laughs> okay, if you if y'all would like to follow the podcast socials, they are at Tonic Pod on Twitter and Project Tonic Pod on Instagram. Our YouTube is Project Tonic. You can follow us on there if you just want to listen and you don't want to give us any um, clicks for ads, even though we would appreciate it if you did listen on Anchor. My personal socials are at Isnosomnia, I-S-N-O-S-M-O-M-N-I-A on Twitter and Instagram. Sergio, what are yours? And then Miguel, you will let us know and we will say our goodbyes for the episode. Alrighty. Um, if you want to know more about my Tinder stories or my intergalactic <laughs> uh, sex, you porn, whatever it is, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Search Thoughts, and maybe sooner or later or never, my OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at m.hymes, which is J A I M E S. And don't follow me on Twitter because I'm not active on there as much, so it's not, it's not yeah, worth he's it. He's boring on Twitter. In other words, he somehow <laughs> posts some nasty shit on Twitter. No. <laughs> yeah, it's all sus. It's all nasty. You never know. You'll never find out either. <laughs> <laughs> We will see you in the next episode and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.